Sorry, everybody. We were dealing with technical difficulties. So, Matt, we were talking about that. That you you were right about the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup for the first time since two thousand four, and you were saying that it, they were motivated from that Stanley Cup Finals loss to the Chicago Blackhawks back in twenty fifteen, and I was saying is that they've been through a lot, losing to the Caps in twenty eighteen in the Conference Finals, getting swept by Columbus, yeah, and now they are back on top. Yep. Yep, they're back on top, and uh, you know they're they're um, they needed to really win it this year because I think they they're going to probably have to do some changes with the team, like because of finances and stuff like that. So I think they're still going to be good, but this was kind of their window was closing fast, I think, and they did they got the job done for their fans. Well, actually, I think John Cooper was on the hot seat, but I think he was due for a Stanley Cup win. Hmm. But I, I agree. Think, I think with the lightning and a financial situation, I still think they're going to keep uh, Steven Stomkos and uh, Victor Hedman. I think those guys are going to stay for sure. They're, those guys, they want to keep around for the long run. But yeah. are you saying is that they're going to have to make some changes to their team? Yeah, they might. Um, you know, I think, and, you know, the other thing too is with uh, the other financial implications of, this pandemic, you know, a lot of teams might have to make changes, you know, and they might have to cut back on contracts and things along those lines. But yeah, I think um, the, the lightning will probably have to definitely do that. Um, you know, they've, they've kind of gone, they went all in these last couple of years to win it, you know, and last year they got eliminated in the first round by the Columbus blue jackets and uh, didn't work out for them, but this year it did. So maybe, maybe the championship will help them keep the team together though. Maybe they'll be able to do that. So I still uh, think I like Lightning, though. This is a great team. I think they're going to be in it for the long run when it comes to winning Stanley Cups and all that, you know? Yep. This is a good – this is a talented group of Tampa Bay Lightning. But also the Boston Bruins have unfinished business. Do you think they're a cup favorite next year, though? I think they're definitely up there in the top three. Um, they had the best record this year, and – they're going to um, be competing really hard next year as well. So I well, think because that... Bruce, Cass- Bruce Cassidy's not on the hot seat. Bruce Cassidy is, is the right fit for the, for the Boston Bruins. Yep. But anyways, I mean, it was a good Stanley cup final, but let's talk about the stars. This was a, a team that was underrated, an underrated roster with Jamie, Ben, Tyler, Segan. Those guys were the reasons why they got this far. Yep. They had a great team. They had a great run this year. Good coaching, good goaltending, I think, as well. Um, really helped them out. And I think that, you know, next year, the West is going to be fun to watch. You're going to see, I think, St. Louis, Dallas, Las Vegas. Um, you might see uh, Winnipeg and Colorado. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of good teams out there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's been a, it's been a, what should I call this? It's been a, uh, what should I call this? It's been, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun Western conference next year. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. But I really think, however, uh, maybe Chicago too. Chicago is definitely going to be up there too as well. So with that being said, now let's talk about, uh, Let's talk about uh, what should we call this? Let's talk about next is uh, the MLB playoffs. So we'll talk about the, our bracket and all that. So 
you don't have to be uh you don't have to be on the same bracket as I was. I was talking about that on Instagram live earlier. So let's talk about who's going to win each of the wild card series rounds. Okay. So Dodgers and the Brewers tomorrow. So I say the Dodgers in two. Yeah, it's uh it's a best of three, right? Best of three. Yep. So uh yeah, I'm gonna say Dodgers will get both those wins too. Dodgers win. Yes, absolutely. So with that being said, Dodgers in two. Now let's go to the Padres and Cardinals series. So I'm going to say Padres in three. Yeah, I like that too. I'm going to go with Padres in three also. I think they're an exciting team. I think they're going to come out fired up and uh, they're going to get this win against the Cardinals. This next team I'm going to talk about next is the, the Cubs and the Marlins. Who would have thought the Marlins would have been in this position? Yeah, that's crazy. They, I thought they were going to be the worst team in baseball. Yeah, and I thought Washington would be back, but Washington was struggling this year. Yep. So, so yeah, you were high on the Cubs, too. Yeah, like so I'm going to say the Cubs in a, in a sweep over the Marlins. Yeah, me too. And then the Braves taking on the Reds. I think the Braves in three because it's going to depend on which offense is going to be hot. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one, I think. I'm going to go with an upset here. I'm going to go with the Reds. The Reds in three. So our NLDS picks is Dodgers-Padres, and then mine is Cubs and Braves. So you, it's going to be in, – in your scenario, you want Reds-Cubs. Yeah. Let's move on to the American League side. So although I like Toronto, they're a fun team to watch, but I think they're going to get swept in two by the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, Tampa Bay is probably going to get this one too. I think they're going to get swept. Or they're going to sweep the, the Blue Jays. And then let's talk about who's going to win between the uh, Cleveland uh, the Cleveland Indians. Indians taking on the New York Yankees. So I'm going to say the New York Yankees win in three. Yeah, this is a close one. You know what? I'm going to go with the Indians um, in this one. I, I think New York has not played very well. I think they're underperforming. And – uh, I'm going to go with uh, Terry Francona and the Indians. So I picked the Rays and the Yankees in the ALDS. And then let's go talk about the game happening right now. The Twins taking on the Astros. So I was pick predicting Minnesota in three. Yep, me too. Because Houston doesn't look good right now. Although we see Granky on the mound, it's still scoreless bowl game. Yep. But I think the Twins have the better offense this year. But I think without Donaldson, it's gonna it's gonna be tough. But I think they could get Donaldson back in time for the for the LDS. Uh huh. And then the A's and White Sox. I could see. I like Chicago, but I think Oakland's gonna sweep them. Yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna go with the A's as well here, and uh, I'm gonna go with three games though. Oh, because of like how good the White Sox pitching is. Yeah. So I, in my scenario, I have the Rays, Yankees, and the ALDS, and then the uh, White Sox, the A's, and the Twins, and then the Dodgers and Padres, and the Cubs and the Braves in my scenario for the for the LDS. Yep, and in mine, I have uh, Tampa Bay and Cleveland and Minnesota and Oakland and the American League, and then I have the, the Dodgers, Padres, Cubs, and Reds in the National League. 
All right. So with that being said, now let's talk about who's going to move on to the NLCS. So I have the Dodgers winning in five over the Padres. I say that because they couldn't win in five last year against the Nationals. So I see this going to five games. Uh huh. Yep. I'm going to go with that too. And it's not going to be a sweep though. And then the Cubs and Braves, I could see the Braves in five. So I want a Dodgers Braves NLCS. I predict I predicted that last year, and I want that this year. I'm going to go with uh, Cubs over the Marlins, or I mean the Cubs, uh, the Cubs versus Reds. But I'm going to go with the Reds beating the Cubs, and so, I'm gonna, they're going to beat them in six games. It's it's best of five. I'm sorry, yeah, uh, best of five. Then uh, sorry about that. Then uh, Reds in five. So you'd want the Dodgers to play the Reds in the LCS. Yep. And then in the American League side, uh, let's talk about uh, who's going to win between the uh, between the uh, Rays between the Rays and Yankees and my scenario. I picked the Yankees in five, and then I also picked the A, and then I also have the uh, I also have the. A's beating the Twins in a sweep, so I want the A's and the Yankees in the uh, American League Championship Series. So the Yankees return to the ALCS for a second year in a row. Yep, I'm gonna. This, despite they have a good team on paper, and they could have won this division if it was 162 games. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with um, the Indians upsetting the Rays, and in five games. And then I'm going to go with the A's over the Twins in five games. So you want the Indians and the A's in the uh, American League Championship Series? Yeah. So here's my picks. For the NLCS, I have the Dodgers in five over the Braves, and my pick to be the NLCS MVP is Corey Seager. All right. I'm going to go. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with the Dodgers over the Reds. In a sweep, and I'm going to go with. Um, let's see, who would be your NLCS MVP? Um, I am going to go with Justin Turner. He won it. He was a co MVP of the NLCS back in the back in 2017 when they played the Cubs. He and Chris Taylor were the co MVPs of that series. Yep, I'm going to go with him again. And in 2018, it was Cody Bellinger. And then last year, the Dodgers were not in the NLCS. So that was Howie Kendrick. That was a former Dodger. And then and then with that being said, let, let me pick who's going to be the winner of the ALCS. I have the Yankees in seven over the A's. And my pick to be the ALCS MVP, I'm going Jared Cole. Ooh, very good. Because he's, he's really good in the playoffs. Because... I think Garrett Cole's going to be good again in October. Yep. And and who do you pick to win the ALCS, and who's your pick for the ALCS MVP? Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with uh, the Oakland A's. Um, and I'm going to go with uh, – I think – I think I'm going to go with um, Matt Chapman. Matt, no, Matt Chapman's hurt. That's a big blow to the Oakland A's. Oh yeah, shoot. So no Matt Chapman then. <laughs> yeah, there's like Matt Olson, there's L- Ramon Laureano, or 
or baby Jesus, Jesus Lazardo. Yeah. I think, yeah. You know, I think I'm going to go with the picture then. I'm going to go with Jesus Lazardo. Lazardo is like a sleeper. Yeah. And then let's, and then my World Series pick is the Dodgers and the Yankees. And I have the Dodgers and seven over the Yankees. And my World Series MVP is Walker Bueller. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to go with Dodgers over A's in a sweep. And I think I'm going to agree with you. I think it's going to be Walker Bueller. Yeah, he didn't have a good regular season, but I really think the Dodgers pitching is going to be really key to their postseason run. But also, the question is, who's going to, and I think it's Kenley Jansen that's going to be relied heavily on their th- on their thing, you know? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yep. All so right. with that being so with that being said now, let's 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 talk about some NFL action. So talk about what game really shocked us the most. I think it was a tie between the Eagles and the Bengals to recap week three. But with that being said, Who's to blame for that tie for the Eagles and Bengals game? Doug Peterson or Carson Wentz? Oh, Carson Wentz, I think. Uh, I think Carson Wentz, he's a smart guy. Like, I what I've been noticing about him is he makes the right reads on those plays, and he's usually not making a mistake in that regard. He's just not executing the throws very well, and he's kind of airmailing his receivers or underthrowing. Like, it just um, – it, he seems to be making the right reads, just not executing the play well. So um, I think the problem is with Carson Wentz, and he's going to be in trouble, I think, this season. What about you? Uh, I'm going to say Doug Peterson. He should have let Jake Elliott kick that 60-59 yard field goal, uh-huh. but at the same time, they got penalized for a false start, and he chose to punt the ball. Yeah. I felt like that you should have thrown a Hail Mary to the end zone. Yeah. Because Carson Wentz has an arm. I don't – I'm not sure. We're in a bad situation. Yeah, I think so. If you know what I mean. Yep. Yep. They're pretty bad. Can you hear me, Loro? Yeah, I can. Okay, yeah. Yep. They're, they're in a bad situation. They're not going anywhere this year, and Carson Wentz needs to figure it out. The Eagles still have time to figure this out. The NFC East is such a bad division that it will give the Eagles a chance to return to the playoffs, either as a division winner or a wildcard winner. We just don't know. Right. Now with that being said, now let's talk about uh, – let's talk about uh, – let's talk about the, t- the most disappointing uh, game that we – we saw uh i think that was most disappointing but the most shocking game was when the bills beat the rams follow on a josh allen touchdown and the bills going off to a surprising three and oh start does this tell you that josh allen is already moving moving forward with his development oh yeah he is he's arrived josh allen has arrived and i think um i think josh allen too like in you know, that was a great game because they got this big lead. It was 28 to 3, and the Rams came back and took the lead. And it was incredible. But the Bills put together one final drive to hang on and get themselves the win. So that shows a lot of character with the team. Um, and it shows a lot of character with the Rams, too. They didn't give up either. They could have won that game at the end. So um, that was, that could be a Super Bowl preview. Who knows? I mean, who knows? But I still have the Patriots winning the AFC. Uh... 
the AFC East, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, the Bills because... looked great uh, uh, throughout most of that game, and then they, they finally held on and won. Yeah, so the Patriots beat the Raiders, but what really, what really uh, got the Patriots' momentum for that game was really their, uh, what you might call this, the the way their offense performed in the uh, in the in the second half, uh-huh. you know, putting the Raiders away and all that. But really, the most disappointing. But I really think the Patriots still look good. But just don't underestimate Bill Belichick. But I know you're still on your B- Buffalo Bills circle the wagon thing for winning the AFC East for the first time since 1995. That's why you you chose Buffalo. Yeah. So with that being said, now let's talk about let's let's talk about the most disappointing game we saw was the Los Angeles Chargers giving it to the Carolina Panthers. What were your thoughts on like the the Chargers losing to a team that was without Christian McCaffrey and also a team that is in rebuild mode in the Carolina Panthers? Yeah, it's tough because like, the Chargers are in a rebuild mode too. I mean, they got the new quarterback in there, and um, Herbert looked. Not as good this week. He was making some more errant throws and just bad decisions, but he still was able to bring it together. And to be honest, like they should have won that game at the end. They had the right play call. They had it. He could have scored. Uh, I don't know if you saw the final play, but it was a uh, a pass which uh, to the to wide receiver, and then he was going to like lateral it to the other receiver. And if he had completed that lateral, it would have. Uh, I mean, it would end the game, and they would have won right at the, at the in the final seconds. So, you know, they they didn't look that good. You know, disappointing loss, but um, they still had a position. They still were in a position to win at the end. Um, but yeah, that was disappointing. That was a disappointing game for the for the Chargers. But I really felt like that the Chargers showed some promise with Herbert. But at the same time, I feel like that. Uh, the Chargers are, are definitely a fun team to watch, but they just don't – they're just hurt right now. I mean, they're talent, they have the most talented team when they're healthy. Yeah. So, with that being said, let's also talk about some other some breaking news. So, the Titans, eight players and personnel have tested positive. So, do you think that Titans and Steelers game, before we talk about week three, do you think that that game will be rescheduled or do you think that will go on as scheduled? I think they'll reschedule uh, Titans and Steelers. Yeah, I think they're going to have to. And they might reschedule Vikings and Texans because the Vikings are now – because they just played the game with them, they're under quarantine. And so I think they're getting tested. So that's another game that might get postponed. Well, here's the thing. My thoughts on this is that if players that tested positive for this, they can't play in this game in particular because it's under the NFL – protocols for the coronavirus that they set before the season began Uh but you're saying is that those games could get rescheduled yes i think and yeah they it'll be we'll see what happens uh they probably want to you know make sure the tests are accurate and positive and then i imagine they would at least postpone the titans and steelers I don't know that yet. We just have to wait and see. The Titans just shut down their facility on Saturday. They're doing virtual uh, virtual meetings right now. Yeah. So, and then the Steelers, the Steelers are still practicing to prepare that they're 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 like to be ready to go for Sunday's match yeah. against the uh, 
against the uh, what you might call Tennessee this Titans. against against the Tennessee Titans. But speaking of the Titans, they look for real right now. They do. You like this team from the get go, and you were right about them. They are three and zero, and they are looking good. Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. I mean, who's going to want us? Who has a a solution to stop him from rushing over 100 yards in a game? No right. one, nobody right now. Right. And also talk about uh, talk about like Ryan Tannehill being a uh, savior to that franchise because with Mariota, the Titans were nowhere with Mariota. It's a very, very good comparison. Yep. Goes to show you, I mean, not everyone can be a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But let's talk about Sunday Night Football. So, I feel, I thought that game was a very good game. But at the same time, the Packers look like they're the better team. But if the Saints had Michael, Tom, Thomas, Michael Thomas in this game, that would have been a difference maker. Yep. I thought this was just a uh, – yeah, it was a really fun game to watch. Uh, I thought Green Bay would win it. I just think they're looking a little bit better now than the Saints at this point in the season. Um, and the question is, is it panic time in New Orleans? I'm going to say no. As long as you have Drew Brees under center and as long as Kamara stays healthy, the Saints are in good hands. Yeah. I think we'll see. Like, Tampa Bay is 2-1. and one. They're looking up at TB12 and Bruce Arians and Rob Gronkowski and uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens here. All right. So that being said, let's talk about thoughts about yesterday's Monday night game. It was a, I mean, a blow. I thought it was going to be such a classic battle, but Kansas City's the better team. Lamar Jackson just can't find a way to beat Mahomes. But here's the thing: Mahomes is really good. He knows how to beat this Ravens team. But Lamar Jackson and the Ravens—they're in a good place right now. Yeah, they despite sure are. the loss. Yep, they sure are. It's going to be a um, uh, this the, Kansas City looks like they're firing on all cylinders again. I thought they might have slowed down a little bit in week two, um, but against the Chargers. But I think that uh, they look so impressive yesterday on Monday Night Football. It's tough to fault them at this point. Um, so that was a good win for them. Yeah, absolutely. It was a great win. So. With that being said, uh, let's talk about uh, let's th- let's also talk about our let's talk about our Thursday night recap. So, I mean, I have no, nothing much to say. Jacksonville should have won that game, but Ryan Fitzpatrick is just unbelievable right now. Yeah, yep, he's giving Miami some new life. Well, I've been wanting, I've been waiting for Tua time. When are we going to see Tua Tagovailoa? Yeah. I know, as long as Miami keeps winning. But they're not in a rush to get him in there right now just because of the hip injury that he had. Fitzpatrick is a good short-term guy, but he's not really a guy that can last a whole season. Right. That's what I'm I'm saying here. So, with that being said, let's talk about another game. Before we move on to our Thursday night pick, here's another game I'm going to throw in that really, really shocked us but disappointed again as well. That was the Atlanta Falcons – Again, blowing a lead to the Chicago Bears, and Nick Foles came to the rescue. Yeah, is Mitchell Trubisky what was your done? Thoughts on the Falcons this season? Do you think Mitchell Trubisky is done? From the looks of it, yes. Uh-huh. 
And Nick Foles is probably a be- is is better for the Bears going forward right now. Yeah, Bears have to be the by far the worst three and team I've ever seen in a long time. I mean, I have no faith in them. Um, but yeah, the the Falcons also another blown lead. Yeah, this is this is getting ugly uh, down there in Atlanta for sure. Yes, it's getting ugly down in Atlanta. That's for sure. But Chicago's like the worst three and O team I've ever seen. They have the defense, but starting if they if like the Bears could have gone zero and three with Trubisky as their starter. Yeah. And Nick Foles would Nick Foles is probably the better option for them right now. Uh huh. If you look at it, that's a game that really really shocked me but at the same time the falcons continue to disappoint me they have the offense to score so many points on the board but their defense is just really costing them the games yeah if you know what i mean here yeah this is just this is just an example why the falcons should move on from dan quinn and possibly thomas dimitrov yep which I, but Arthur Blank is too weak to say things like that, but he's so loyal to Dan Quinn. Yeah, like, he is. Come on, he is. Come on, Mr. Blank. You gotta, you, you gotta look at the, you gotta reevaluate the, the organization and be like, come on, we gotta move into a new direction. Matt Ryan's already past his prime, and we gotta, we, we gotta co- compete for championships. Uh-huh. I, the Falcons do have the talent. I know they do, but they're just hurt. They don't have a lot of their key pieces on defense healthy right now. Uh-huh. That's that's my view on the Falcons. So enough said on that. So I don't want to get too much. I don't want to drag this discussion this long just because of we can spend a lots of hours talking about how bad the Falcons are, especially when it comes to them starting games and blowing leads. Yep. They're just they just have that Super Bowl fifty one thing in their heads yeah. still. So with that being said, let's talk about Thursday night football it's between the Broncos and the Jets. So questions are coming into this game. So is will this be Adam Gase's last game as the Jets head coach? Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a lot of the question mark here. And also, do you think Sam Donald is a bust? Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with no and no. In fact, I think the Jets are going to win this game on Thursday night. I think they're going to be an angry team out there. Rumor has they're pissed off at everything, and they're going to come out, and I think they're going to be playing. Um, this is their Super Bowl, right? It's their primetime game. I think they go out there and put a good performance in. And plus, Denver's look just as bad. So I'm going to say the Jets actually get a win uh, on Thursday night. I think, in my opinion, now that the Broncos are, are not starting Jeff Driscoll, Jeff Driscoll's not that great of a quarterback. But I think the Broncos win. I think Brett Rippon's going to have a good game. But at the same time, I still believe in Drew Locke as the Broncos' quarterback of the future, despite the injury he had. Yep. Don't you think? Yeah. You, you still think the Broncos want to build around Drew Locke, despite his shoulder injury that he suffered against Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're going to need him back for sure. But at the same time, the Broncos just need to need to win big here. That's why I picked Denver to win. Yep. So it's so that being said, uh, let's let's go with our locks and upsets. Let's before we get to our locks and upsets of week four, let's pick pick who's going to win Sunday Night Football. 
I'm going to pick the uh, San Francisco 49ers to beat the Eagles. They should get Jimmy Garoppolo back. They should get George Kittle back, and they should be good. Yep, I'm going with 49ers over the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles, they can't, they're not going to win this week, but I really could see them winning their whoever they play next, if depending on their opponents. Yep. And then I'm going to – let's talk about Monday Night Football. So, I picked the Packers over the Falcons in overtime. I kind of see a scenario like the Falcons start off with a 28 nothing lead over Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers pulls a miracle. Yes, I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Packers winning. I'm going to say the Packers – I'm going to call them – that's my lock of the week, Packers over Falcons. My locks and upsets of the week for week four is L.A. Rams over the New York Giants after the Rams losing in, in a shocking manner against the Buffalo Bills. And my upset pick is Cam Newton and the Patriots upsetting the Chiefs in Arrowhead, which I hope it happens, but realistically, it's not. Yeah. My upset is going to be the Raiders over the Bills. I think they're going to win that game, and they're going to deal the Bills their first loss of the season. I hope so, too. I'm with you on that. But I would not be shocked if Buffalo uh, – wins wins that game but my week four picks is the Raiders over the Bills so that's one of your picks here so the next game we'll talk about next is who wins between the Baltimore Ravens over Washington's football team uh after the Monday night loss and that Lamar Jackson's gonna learn from this game I do think he's gonna come back with vengeance and blow out Washington's football team I I could see this going over 50 points for the Ravens yep yeah I think Ravens are gonna that's another good one. That could be a, a lock for sure. Just like the Rams over the Giants. I think that's a lock too. And yeah, definitely. Yeah. My qu- questions for about Washington football team is do the Reds do, do does the, do they bench Dwayne Haskins as their starting quarterback? I don't see that, but it's going to depend on how he progresses each game by game. Yep. But I still believe in him. Though. Yeah. I mean, he can get it done, but he just hasn't, he, had, he didn't play well the last time. They played against Cleveland. Right, right. Now let's talk about who's going to win between uh, Tennessee over Steelers, assuming they play. I picked the Titans to win over the Steelers. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Steelers over over the Titans. I think that with all the distractions going on in Tennessee this week and perhaps players, we don't don't know who's COVID positive yet. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to go with the Steelers. All right, so let's talk about who's going to win between the Buccaneers over the L.A. Chargers. I'll be getting up early to watch that game just because of Tom Brady. So yep. I picked the Buccaneers just because the Chargers are quite not there. are not there yet, to sort of speak. Yeah, I got to go with the Buccaneers, too, there. That's uh, You got to go with Bruce Arians and TB12. Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said uh, – Let's talk. Uh, let's also talk about next here is uh, who's going to win between the Seahawks over the Miami Dolphins. I pick Russell Wilson and the Seahawks over the Miami Dolphins, but I'm not underestimating Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Seattle too. This could be an MVP season for Russell Wilson. Um, I picked Drew Brees to win NFL MVP, but I would not be shocked if it was Russell Wilson. Yep. But but I think it's probably going to be quite a close matchup just because I don't want to underestimate Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Don't you Yeah, think? yeah. It'll be closer, I think, than what people think. But I'm going to go with Seattle. 
All right. Now let's talk about assuming this game plays the Texas, the, the Vikings and the Texans. So I could see that the Vikings winning going on a win streak here. They're not tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Let's make that clear. Yeah. But the Texans, I think they need a win here. I think Houston's going to beat the Vikings. Yeah, this is this is shocking to me. Like these two teams are zero and three. You know, this is whoever loses this game, their team is in serious trouble this year. Um, I mean, they're both in trouble right now. But uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings over the Texans. I pick both these teams to win their divisions this year. So I'm going to be wrong with one of them for sure. I think if probably both of them, but uh, I'll go with Vikings over the Texans. All right. So that being said, so that being said, let's talk about who's going to win between the Saints and the Lions. So I picked the Saints for sure. But what really shocked us with the Lions is that they got a win in Arizona. I felt like the Cardinals should have beat them. Yeah, they Lions hung around there and they put together a good fourth quarter and uh, and denied Kyler Murray. At the end there, they didn't give him the ball back and they got the winning game winning field goal as time expired. Uh, big win for my Detroit Lions. I like that game. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to go with the momentum continues. I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions pulling an upset here. I'm not quite confident enough to call it my upset special of the week, but I'm going to go with the Lions over the Saints in a, in a bit of a stunner. Are they going to do enough to uh, save Matt Patricia's job along with Bob Quinn's job in Detroit? We'll see. Maybe they, maybe this will be the start of something new there. Maybe they'll get a win this week and they can build on it. So. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they did, but I mean, Matthew Stafford is still a good quarterback. Yeah. Let's talk about next who's going to win between the Cowboys against the greatest team on paper in the Cleveland Browns. I think the Cowboys to win by three. I think Greg Zarline will hit a game-winning field goal. Even though the Cowboys lost to the Seahawks last week, do you think the Cowboys are still the favorite to win the NFC East? Yes. Despite the loss. Yes. Yep, they're going to – the other three teams are just so bad. Like, I have no faith in any of those other three teams. What about uh, – what about? do you think Philly can still keep up with Dallas? But my question for you about Philly is, do they bench Carson Wentz or to go Jalen Hurts? Yeah, I don't know. Um, that'd, be stun- that'd be a stunning development, um, but probably warranted. I think that if any team challenges the Cowboys, it'll be the Eagles um, because I just think – Washington football team and and the Giants are just pretty bad. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be the Cowboys division this year. And I think the Cowboys will beat the Browns this week. Um, I think it'll be closer than what people think. Uh, but, yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to win. Absolutely. Now let's talk about who's going to win between the Bengals and Jags. I'm still hopping on the Joe Burrow hype train, even though he tied – the Bengals tied last week with Philadelphia – I expect them to beat the Jags. Joe Burrow gets his first win in Jacksonville. What a what a game to do it at. Yep. I'm going to go with the Bengals as well. This sound, this smells like he's going to get his first win this week. So I'm going to go with Bengals, get the win. But don't underestimate Minshew Mania. Yeah. And let's talk about who's going to win between the Cardinals over the Carolina Panthers. I picked the Cardinals this time because they're they're quite a surprise. But Carolina I don't know why they beat the Chargers, but, you know, without McCaffrey, the Panthers are nowhere without McCaffrey, but Bridgewater just had a great game last week. Yeah, I am, uh, you know, he played very well, and I'm going to go with the Cardinals here as well. 
Uh, I think they're going to bounce back from that loss to the Lions, and they'll get a win out in Charlotte. You you mean the Arizona Cardinals visiting the Char- the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte? That the Cardinals come in with yeah. a win, battle of mobile quarterbacks, yeah. and, and the Cardinals know? win. Oh, for sure, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a very close game. Yep. But also, congratulations to Matt Rule for joining the win co- the win club of head coaches. Oh yeah, congrats. Yep. I think he's a good coach. He's a, he's the right fit for Carolina. Yep. Though. And Joe Brady, their offensive coordinator, I think that their uh, offensive scheme is going to definitely work out when the, as the season progresses. Agreed. Now let's talk about and preview the 2020 NBA Finals between the Lakers and the Heats. Man, what a matchup we're going to see. Yeah. And it's going to be quite a competitive series. What was your thoughts on the Lakers beating the, the Nuggets in five and also – the uh, the uh, Boston Celt- the Miami Heat beating the Boston Celtics in six. Um, yeah, I think that there. I think that the uh, the Celt- the Heat are going to give a tougher matchup to the Lakers and the Celtics. Because I think the Heat actually have some guys to put on AD a little bit, whereas I don't think Boston had really anyone. Um, so I think this will be a better series. I think the Lakers win it in five. I think that they are focused, and I think they are, um, you know, just I think LeBron and AD are going to overwhelm the uh, Miami Heat this year. I picked the Lakers in seven just because I don't know what you're going to get out of Jimmy Butler and also Bam Adebayo, and this team in particular. They're both great. They're, they're, they're a good defensive team, but I would not be shocked if this ended in five. Yep. So... So with that being said, here's a question: Could we see a repeat and at repeat 1988? Because that's the last time the Lakers and the Dodgers won the championship in the same year. I really think so. I think so too. So with that being said, let's talk about Lakers and since we say Lake, you say Lakers and five, I say Lakers and seven. My NBA Finals MVP pick is going to be Anthony Davis. Yeah. What about you? Who Anthony you Davis. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be AD, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's going to be him, but I would not be shocked if it was LeBron because LeBron has won finals MVPs before. Yep. So, with that, so with that being said, let's talk about some breaking news in the NBA from yesterday. The Clippers parted ways with Doc Rivers as their head coach after seven seasons. What did you think of the move, and did you think this was the right move for Steve Ballmer, Lawrence Frank, and Jerry West? Um, yeah, this – I think that they fired uh, Doc Rivers because he wasn't innovative enough, uh, and they need someone else to get up there. And I, I think that I heard that they might take. Uh, they're looking at Ty Lu. I know you like Ty Lu. I love Ty Lu. I think he would be a perfect fit for the uh, Clippers because he is on their staff right now. I really think the Clippers should just promote. Yeah, him I, I think that's probably what they should do, and. Because he's won a championship with Cleveland. I think he can help the Clippers with that blood. Yep. Don't yep, you think? Yeah, I agree. And he can really work well with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Although I heard Kawhi Leonard say he wanted the Clippers to look at 
either acquiring Siak, Pascal Siakam or Marcus Gasol or Kyle Lowry from the Raptors, but I don't think they're going to get all of them. I could see them getting right. one of them just because Kawhi really likes those guys. I think Marcus Gasol for Avita Zubats could be a realistic trade. Yep, I think that could be. So, do you think Ty Lue's the next head coach of the Los Angeles Clippers? I think so, yeah. And do you think that he can he can do what it takes to take the Clippers to the conference finals to play the Lakers? Assuming? Yeah, I think so. And, you know, come down to who Kawhi and Paul George want, you know, and I think they like Ty Lue, and I think they would definitely work. They love Ty I heard D'Antoni was also an option. I'm like, wait, D'Antoni? Come on yeah. now. He can't even – he can't even take a team to the finals. Yeah. And the the Van Gundy brothers he absolutely been, no has was, the ahead. Van Gundy brothers have been mentioned too. I'm like, come on, those guys don't coach anymore. <laughs> They're not that good. The Van Gundy brothers, I'm like I'm like, Stan Van Gundy almost won a championship with Orlando. I'm like that's not yeah. good. Well, it's just feel like like so they, that, the other thing too is like uh, I saw Stan Van Gundy when he coached the Pistons. Like he he wants like a lot of control like over the team, you know. And I, I just there's no way like I think the Clippers are going to give him that. And like Ty Lue is he's on the bench already, as you said. They just just promote him, and Kawhi's going to like it. And and Paul George is going to yeah, like it too. And there you go. And that's just going to be it. I think. Do you and think also, um, do you think that Doc Rivers will be hired by the Philadelphia 76ers? I could see two teams hiring Doc Rivers as their next head coach. Either the Philadelphia 76ers, that's an intriguing option. He can get to work, he can work with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Or I can see him going to the Pelicans or Rockets because he can work with Zion. And he or I say the Rockets so that he can coach his son yep. again. Which I could want, I would want to see that. Doc Rivers coaching his son Austin again. Yep. Don't you yeah. think? But with with that being said, uh I really think that I really think that Doc Rivers will be a head coach somewhere. Yeah. But I think he's gonna get another opportunity, which I think. But I think I see either the Rockets, Pelicans, or the uh 76ers. Yeah as a potential uh, landing spot for Doc Rivers. But do you think it's Philadelphia for Doc Rivers? I think so. Where do you think D'Antoni goes? Uh, Pacers? Where did you say? Pacers or Pelicans? Uh, I can see Pelicans because the Pelicans have a small ball lineup, and D'Antoni, that kind of fits the D'Antoni system. Yeah. I could see D'Antoni going to New Orleans. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, he would be a great. He would be great with Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and Zion yeah. Williamson. So, with that being said, uh, let's talk about some soccer. So, the LA Galaxy have been really disappointing lately. Yeah, yeah, it's been tough going for a lot of teams. Uh, I think, yeah, the Galaxy have been they they were playing well for a little bit. Now they've kind of slouched off a little bit. Yeah, I thought they were gonna make a run for the MLS play MLS Cup playoffs, but. From what I saw from them Sunday against Seattle, they just they just did not look good at all. Yeah. And then LAFC also lost to them. So, is is there going to be a time for them that they got to start picking it up a little bit so that they can make a, a late? Yeah, run? they're going to have to. Uh, 
I think that this is the time that these teams need to get get it together and start making a run. It's a crazy season, so you hate to judge them too much, you know, based on all this. But yeah, they got to start pulling it together. Yeah. With that being said, Matt, hope you have a good day. Enjoy the playoffs, and uh, we'll see you. Next yeah, week. it'll be a fun fun time this week for sure. We'll see you next week, Loro. Bye bye.